Welcome back to your weekly episode of Cineman, the spiciest movie podcast. This week's episode of Cineman is brought to you by great local brewers, Gilgamesh Brewing. They say they make a beer for everyone, and it is no lie. With a excellent beer selection that highlights the passion and creativity of the Northwest brewing scene, they make beers like my personal favorite of their brewery, the Mamba, which is uniquely brewed with black tea and tangerine peel. And don't forget about the Oedipus IPA, which is a Northwest India Pale Ale that is brewed with a special blend of hops and balanced with its citrus and passion fruit flavors. And of course, there is the Vader IPA, a black IPA aged with lightly roasted coffee beans from great local roasters in the Salem, Oregon area. They have a great beer selection, a beer for everyone, as they say. But don't forget to check out their campus in Salem, Oregon, and try out their awesome food. They have a beer to complement every dish. And, of course, you can always visit gilgameshbrewing.com for more info. This week on Cineman, we're going to finish up what we left off last week. The second half of the abominable Dr. Fives. Learn how he gets revenge on the nine doctors that uh, he feels are responsible for the death of his wife. Uh, this first movie, like I said before, it's uh, uniquely campy with some dark humor. But uh, it is a true horror classic that doesn't rely on uh, gore or um, big shockers to keep you in the mood to watch. So make sure you finish out this episode and then tune back in next week and we're going to watch the second dr fives movie called dr fives rises again which isn't nearly as good as this first one but stands up in its own way i suppose it's cinnamon the spiciest movie podcast plus like i just like big pieces of lasagna sure so if i cut this into four pieces (laughs) That's pretty big. That's how I would eat it. Sure. Because I'd eat two small pieces. Um, I just don't know why no one, like, suspects that the guy in the black jacket out in the field with a giant <laughs> brass telescope wasn't involved in that in any way. He was going over 19 miles an hour through the outskirts of town. Is that what he said? Yeah. (laughs) And he thought he was going to explode. But why did they say miles per hour? Aren't they in England? Yeah, but it was made for the American market. Don't you wish we still lived in a time where we didn't have to have windows on our car and keep our doors locked at all times? Like this guy? And we it was okay to wear driving gloves? Uh, 
Don't you wish you could be a hard-boiled uh, London detective? Hard-boiled, like they? Like these guys, yeah. Work for Scotland Yard. That'd be something, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? La Casino de Monte Carlo. So now he's courting his assistant. And they're having a fine dinner with the backdrop of the Le Casino de Monte Carlo. He delivers to her a fine red rose and fills up her glass with some champagne, or maybe that's just some white wine. She's wearing an extravagant lavender gown. Or what? Is that wine? He's got to drink it through the back of his neck. His mouth doesn't work. Why he talks through his neck. Okay, it's a little sloppy. It's not restaurant quality in its presentation. Did you think that scared her at all? What, the assistant? Do you think watching him drink a glass of something through the side of his neck scared her? I think she's probably used to it. Do you think she's in love with him? Great. Cinnamon guiding you all the way through dinner time. It's not cooked all the way through. I'm gonna be pissed. Those were cooking guidelines, John. It's cold. Not mine. <laughs> Tastes great. You can go put yours in the microwave. <laughs> I don't know the microwave. You don't? Nope. Yeah. I once was in your shoes. <laughs> Killed by a golden unicorn, went straight through the wall. Look, there's a few ways I really don't want to die. That's one of them. It's a left hand thread. Oh. A little bit of comedy. Did you see that? Yeah. So. I forgot how long this movie is. Man, there was some I was looking at watching. I was like, man, we should watch The Big Lebowski. It's like two hours and 59 minutes long. That's worth it, though. Yeah, great movie, but we'll oh, have to do that on another podcast. Yeah. There's a lot. All the movies I was thinking of were like two hours, 30 minutes. Two hours, 45 minutes. I was like, um... Yeah. But... You know, I'm kind of surprised that they haven't... Uh, I'm kind of surprised that they haven't tried to remake Dr. Fives. <laughs> no, you're not. Why haven't they tried, though? Because it's not very good. 
when do we get to see his real face? I think he's trying to sing to her right now through his smoker voice. A very good singing voice. It's like that Truth commercial when she tries to sing the song. She's singing it through her vocalizer. No, you don't always die from tobacco. What song is that? No, you don't always die from tobacco. That's what the she sings. Ah. Uh, Spill water over here, so be careful. Oh, I will, John. So they've discovered that he should have been buried once. Oh, hey, were you going to eat? Well, that's fine. <laughs> was so, that passive aggressive? What was that? Just saying, you're taking a sweet-ass time over there, John. I'm going to get something to drink. Oh, a nice tall glass of... Water? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Russell sprouts? Well, hello. It's quite a sheer top she has on. Women knew how to dress in the 70s, John. Just what's happened? Yoga pants and boots? Give us back the beaver caps and the, uh, whoa, what? I meant whatever that is called right there. I didn't mean, like, I didn't mean to make it's that like a, a Russian comrade hat or sexual something. joke here. He's cooking Brussels sprouts? You know what's going on here? Oh, my God, there is a Dr. Fibes remake in the works. Oh, no, you kidding me. Well, I don't know. It came up in Google. Love means never having to say you're ugly. By the way, he was a doctor in theology and music. I was right. Yes. <laughs> Good job. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. <clears throat> Apparently there's a lot of backstory to this. That's pretty creepy. Christopher Knoll wrote Christopher that this is, this is Vincent Price at his best. 
You want me to? Yep. Thanks. Yep. You're a good guy. Oh, no problem. The Abominable Dr. Fibes placed at number 83 at the top 100 best horror films by Time Out. The film has a score of 81% on Rotten Tomatoes. Really? Yeah. 81%. To give you an idea, John, Sahara has a 35%, and that's pretty much the best movie ever made. I still can't get over that you like that movie. <laughs> Why? It's so silly. I fucking love that movie, man. It's so good. It's, uh... Interesting stuff, interesting stuff. Whoops. Quite a nerf head there. Oh, nice. You still hungry? I'm perfect, thank you. Honestly, I don't know why you underpitched this movie. You made it sound like it was going to be horrible. One of my mottos, or at least I try to be. Is uh, under promise over deliver. It's a lot better than the other way around. Samada, you live by, huh, John? I try to. Why? Why? I don't know. I was just trying to make a sexual joke. <laughs> it's a lot easier to keep customers happy than to do that. Than, uh... Ooh. This film was advertised as Vincent Price's 100th feature film. Probably should have stopped at 99. What is he doing? Okay. You watching this? Yeah, he's drawing a naked woman on a thing, and he's going to test his understanding of anatomy. <laughs> he wants to make sure that he can pin the tail in the right spot. What's this future world thing? This is future world. Mm. Isn't future world old? It looks old. 70s. 
I remember, oh, hey, sexy future world. There's a naked man. Is that James Woods? Was it? I think so. Cherry 2000? What's this? Ooh. Is that Molly Ringwald? I have no idea. Melanie Griffith. Why did I think that was Molly Ringwald? Keith Moon allegedly saw this movie just before he died. Who's Keith Moon? Really? Yeah. Really, John? Keith Moon? The drummer? From The Who? Oh, yeah. I only know that because I only know drummers' names, really. <laughs> He's practicing drilling on a face. That's a diagram of where the nurse is laying, I think. See, look, it's an auger. Oh. The diagram. I see what you're saying. Wow, he drilled a really good hole. Oh, is he going to look at her now? Wow! Nice. No, what's that? What's the last one? Darkness? No. What's this? Watch this. Tube of something. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, yes, he's pouring it all over her. What is that? Darkness, right? It's going to make the lights go out. She's going to trip and kill herself. I don't know what this is. Acid. Sexy movie! This is way better than Hellraiser! <laughs> oh, that's gross. He's getting the green splooge on her! Isn't that the soda from Mar uh, Futurama? The what? The soda from Futurama. Um, you're thinking... Oh, is she dead now? Oh, she's covering something. Isn't that, uh, you're thinking of Splurge, or, no, Surge? No. No, Surge is the one they made. Splurge. No. <laughs> Splooge. No. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's Locust. Yeah, buddy! He covered her in, like, sugar. Do you think he put some thought into these murders? <laughs> <laughs> no, they were random. Slurm. Slurm. The Slurm Factory. Oh, I love that episode. Yeah. None of those things are edible. They're kosher, too. Are they? There's a certain, uh, <clears throat> breed, variety, whatever, of locusts that are kosher. 
because their legs go past their abdomen or something like that? Have you heard of the uh, insect farms for like food carts and stuff like that? I've, I've heard of the movement to eat more insects, but... I'd do it. I have. It. You have? Yeah. What insects? Crickets or something? Crickets? Huh. Gotta take the legs off. They're covered in like ranch seasoning, so they don't taste like ranch. It tastes like ranch. Baby steps. <clears throat> you know, I agree with it. And people want to do it. I'm fine without. I like beef. I like beef too. But you don't like chicken. You know, I, I like chicken sometimes, but not very often. Why is that? <laughs> Would you like me to lay down? <laughs> yeah, take us light up a smoke if you need to, John. Get comfortable. Why don't I like chicken? Yeah. Because if it's not prepared in a certain way, yeah, it's kind of rubbery and it doesn't have a flavor. Well, it has a flavor, and it's not a good flavor. Are you just talking about, like, boiling chicken? Yeah. It's disgusting. You don't boil chicken, though. My family used to. Boiled chicken. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> oh, you know... Even baked chicken, if it's... I don't like moist. And chicken tends to be really moist. Well, I like moist to a certain point. Like, don't you like getting some chicken strips and having them still be a little moist in the inside? I love that, but not... I don't want. I don't want water to come off my food. John doesn't want water to come off his food. Emphasis on the word "come." You know. You do. <laughs> I just don't think chickens like that. I don't know. I'm very particular about. Whoops. This episode's just going to be filled with bombs I'll eat, and I'll eat, I'll eat uh, beef if it's red or if it's burnt too dang crisp. Fur red, but... But you don't like it watery. You don't like a good juicy steak. I like it juicy. I don't like it watery. There's a difference. There is. So it sounds like, though, you'd be on board with some barbecued chicken. Oh, I love barbecued chicken. If it's made right. Why don't you just make it the way you want it, every time? I do. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Can't argue with that. <laughs> oh. You know, it seems by now people have watched enough movies and shows to know that if someone's in a locked room, they're dead. don't leave them alone if they're a target. Ooh. No way. That fast? Those critters can move. Apparently the locusts and ate all of her skin off her face. Her flesh, everything. Even her eyes. Like, there's nothing Except left. Except her hair. It's perfectly intact. Just defeated. <laughs>
So, uh, how did we get onto food? I have no idea. I've been eating a lot of chicken lately. Yep. Yeah. You're right, I can definitely understand. You know, my least favorite thing is, is like, about chicken is, you like, let's say you get a good chicken breast or whatever, you put it in the oven to bake it, like, all the fat comes off of it, and the fat on chicken looks so gross. Like, you know, I love cutting into a steak and you get the fat. That's what makes it taste good, you know? But, uh, even sometimes I'll go over to Winko and I'll get some baked chicken breasts over there for lunch or something like that, and I'll just peel it off the bone and eat it. And so you get under the first layer and there's just, like, goops and stuff in it. I'm like, oh, come on! Yeah. Uh, maybe. Vincent Price, black and white, it's good. No. Yeah. What were you going to say? I was going to say, now the movie's getting good, so we've quit talking. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh. You know, it's a good holiday movie. Good, wholesome family fun. <laughs> Sit down with the family at Christmas time. Put on the abominable Dr. Fives. <laughs> what do you got planned for uh, Christmas? Well, they're going to uh, church on Christmas Eve. Uh huh. Church service is like 5. 5 and 6.30 or something like that. Um, <clears throat> I think we're going to have our parents and grandparent Jim over after church for like appetizers and just talking. And then... We go to her grandpa's house in the morning Christmas, and then Christmas dinner with the family. My family's going to be in uh, Lincoln City, so we might have them over for dinner in a few weeks or a week after Christmas. Sounds like fun. Yeah, for me. That is an outfit. Isn't it? So, Vibes' assistant is wearing her pinhead cosplay. <laughs> yeah. uh, she's got like all these like pins coming out of her headdress with like some swoopity boots. the sun goddess. Is that what this is? I don't know. What are you doing for Christmas? Uh, honestly, no clue. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Uh, you know, as far as I got, woo, Ooh, that's kind of cool. That is, isn't Necla it? Uh, snake necklace. Snackless? Snakeless. <laughs> um, we, uh, I don't know, as far as I got for this month's plans, we're just going to see Interstellar next weekend. Again. And, uh, 
I guess Christmas Eve this year, we normally do my family stuff, but I guess we're going to hang out, Bailey's family, and then the next day we're just going to relax. I don't know. We kind of were toying with the idea of not going anywhere and just... I think we did that for Christmas last year. Yeah. We did our grandparents' deal in the morning. And after that we <clears throat> came home, watched a movie, made a ham, watched another movie. It was it was good. It's good to do. I don't even know if I'd make a ham. Okay, okay, that's fine. You don't have to, it's not a requirement. <laughs> Quit forcing your ways on me, John! <laughs> I don't want to make a ham! Some people are like that. Quit forcing your religion on me! Just a suggestion. Pigs are filthy animals. Pigs eat and root and shit. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's that from? Pulp Fiction. I know, I'm kidding. Oh. Don't be it, John. What's up with his son having boobs? <laughs> I was wondering. <laughs> Anesthetized. <laughs> He's already dead. He looks really alive, though, for a dead guy. Doesn't he? You know, it took too long to put prosthetics on him, so they just gave him a rubber mask. I swear when I get rich, I am getting an assistant that just wears an outfit like that all the time. Just random stuff. Like, doesn't say a word. These elaborate costumes. It's weird. Some angles, she looks like Mila Kunis. You know, like I've been thinking that the whole time, like, what? <laughs> Good lord, how much longer is left in this? An hour. Oh lord. No, only half an hour. Serious? That's the oh. problem with some of the older movies. Uh, it's so They let them go slow. on forever. I mean, they're not bad, but they could cut out, like... 40 minutes. Vesalius, that's his assistant's name. This is like uh, that one movie you referenced earlier. Saw. Yeah. That's what I was saying the whole time. Yeah. Like, he's like the jigsaw killer. This is very, 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 uh, complex. Like, why not just kill him? 
Does that make the movie like 10 minutes long? Look at him getting down to business though. He ain't even wasting time. He looked at his stopwatch and ripped his jacket off. That was something right there. Excuse me. <laughs> Why didn't he just plug the holes? Yeah, I don't know. Plays her. I was wondering if he was going to say anything. She just like keeps dropping it. She's like, damn it, I'm sorry, I'm nervous. <laughs> like, I've never done this before. I've never been around murdered people except for the last eight times. Nine times. This is the ninth. Fucking idiot. <laughs> that was the tenth, I'm sorry. <laughs> that was a little harsh. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought you've seen this movie before, John. I was like 12 or 13. Really? The last time you watched this? Probably. Oh, wow. I imagine you watching it like the other day. <laughs> oh, Vesalius isn't his assistant's name. Sure, it's been longer than six minutes now. Six minutes seems like way too fast for that kind of an operation. You know? Yeah, he doesn't even have any blood on his gloves or his shirt. Very clean. Quit talking to him. Oh, that's why he did six minutes. Do you think he sleeps with his assistant? He's dead. So? You don't think he can get it up? Do you think that's why she enjoys this job so much? Because she's like basically like free from any like sexual obligations? <laughs> I don't know that she enjoys it. But aren't like the uh, the ones who can't get it up like the most like sexually violent? Like they're the more more likely to call, like do sexual crimes. Like I imagine they so. substitute uh, a knife penetrating an abdomen for a penis penetrating. Oh, there's his face. There's his face. The reveal. Why is his mouth crooked? Because he's dead. He was in a car accident. <coughs> Whoa, he is scary. Isn't he? Oh no, he's going to scare his assistant away. Do you think she's just as crazy as he is? I don't know. 
She's using a golden axe to like mess up the room. Speaking of crazy, did you hear about the lady marrying uh, Marilyn Manson? Marilyn no. Manson. Charles Manson. Oh, Charles Manson in prison? Yeah. He's married now? Well, he's gonna, they're gonna, they're, last I heard on the radio, they're thinking about getting married like in January or something. I feel like he's distracting the doctor. Like, he doesn't have to I deal with this kind of shit in the operating room. I think room. that's what they're trying to do. The hand gestures. That's what you gotta watch there. Oh no. What if the key wasn't there the whole time? The hand gestures. You gotta watch those hand gestures. Get the key, doctor! Bam! Just slams the axe into their face. <laughs> oh, no. There it is. You got it. Do it, doctor! Come on! He's got time. Oh, that was handy. <gasps> On her? Yep. No! Turns out to be Kool-Aid. I liked her. She was insane. Turn that thing off. So Turn there's a that damn thing off. Yeah, there's just like <laughs> there's a, a switch right, right there. there. The one folly in Doctor Five's plan. Dang it! I knew I should have installed that turn off switch. <laughs> he killed the son to unlock it. <laughs> Couldn't do the surgery good enough. Oh, he's coming back up. When I become a maniacal killer, John, promise me that I'll have an organ that goes up and down. Probably just up. No down. What are the other? I'll just go up, up, and up forever. How high does it go? Are you familiar with the uh, ambiguously gay duo from SNL? A uh, little bit. I don't watch SNL too much. Okay. I have, like, they did a clip show of uh, TV Funhouse, their cartoons. Yeah. There's, like, half an hour of Ambiguously Gay Duo. I can't watch the whole thing. It's so... Oh, jeez. <laughs> like, you know their car deal? Yeah. Shaped like a penis? Yeah. And when they go to fly it, elongates? Yeah. And it shoots out of the front? Nice. Yeah. That's so... I love penis references. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, he did get his wife's corpse. Yeah. And now he's got a banger. <laughs> Bam, chicka, wait, chicka, wait. Dude, this is a sexy movie. <laughs> Necrophilia. He's dead. What the fuck does he care? That's what he keeps saying. I'm dead. 
Oh, it's a mirror. Even sexier! It's just like Vegas! <laughs> oh, so he's just gonna die right here? He's gonna do blood transfusion. And bring her back? He's dead. What's he doing then? Taking out all of his blood and just going to sleep? I don't know. Oh, embalming fluid. Mm, yes. Clever. That's how it works, right? He's a fucking doctor, John. I'm sure he <laughs> a knows doctor of philosophy and music. Theology, actually. Sorry. It's a big difference. I'm sure that'd be a very painful process to be have embalming fluid like put in your in your body while you're still there. He has a telephone just in case. <laughs> did you see that? There's a telephone in yeah, there. I did. One eight hundred collect. And then it closes, and they got the mirror above them. <laughs> Isn't it weird that he like wants to die so much? And now they'll never find him. He's in the sarcophagi. With the sun. And the moon. And the earth. It's the moon. There's also another planet behind that. Yeah, John. Another planet. Mm. <laughs> I'll back up. I'll back up. Uh... Why is the Earth way smaller than the moon? I don't know. They didn't understand uh, astronomy in England in the 70s. Darkness. That's the last one. He killed himself. That's why there's ten. Right? Yep, right. Vanished. That's bloody impossible. I do. We'll have to watch it another time. You gotta get going? Yeah, I do, unfortunately. I hope I don't offend you. Deeply. And they're playing somewhere over the rainbow. Ah, because he's over the rainbow now. Big Three Music Co. Elmer's tune. You stepped out of a dream. Over the rainbow. Charming. Hundred years from today. Dark Sing Town up. Strutter's Ball. <laughs> there you go. Paul Fries. Scott Peters. Protagonist. The girl. Volnavia. Volnavia. That's a name right there. Her name's Virginia North. For Virginia. Oh, Virginia. And her name's Volnavia. That's very close to Vulva. It is. Dr. Dunwoody? <laughs> this movie has a lot of, uh... Notice all the doctors. What? The Law, Trout, Grow, Trout. That's a name. Crow? What was Grow, wasn't it? I think it was Rabbi, Crow. Goldsmith, Darrow. What's a Darrow? You don't know what a Darrow is? I do not. You're know. a 
Dummy! Enlighten me. Oh, I will, John. I will. But first, I'm gonna rub it in to your face. So that is, uh... That's Dr. Fibes. Yep. Just as I remember it when I was a kid. Entertaining, but not overly entertaining. Not bad, honestly. Uh, I thought it was going to be a lot worse. The credits were over, like, instantly. That's kind of bizarre. Well, the older movies, they did a lot of the credits before the movie. You know? Uh, it's not a word. I don't know what a Daro is. <laughs> it's, it's named after a man, Clarence Darrow, who was a U.S. lawyer, lecturer, and author. Hmm. But, overall, not a bad movie. If I had to recommend it to someone, I'd say it's worth one watch. Maybe not a rental, maybe not it, but if you catch it on TV, why not? I'd give it a go. Yeah, I agree. Not sure how much it's worth, but, uh... Quabam! Quabam! <laughs> Those are all gonna show up on the podcast. I know. That's awesome. I don't care. We're spicy after hours. <laughs> so now time for the after hours one. Uh, go ahead and put on Debbie Does Dallas. I got rid of that channel. No, you didn't, John. There it is. It's right there. Which one? I see it. Still on. Simpsons? The Pioneer Woman. Yeah, money. <laughs> Saturday Night Live. Well, parents, I hope that your uh, children enjoyed the show. <laughs> I, uh, I hope that you all uh, enjoyed dinner time with, uh, with your uncles, Rhett and John, their kids. Um, and all of John's farts that he's been ripping all night. Excuse me. Oh, night, Who likes Lionel Richie? Um, not a bad movie. Yes. Oh, good, good selection. No, I mean, look, I'm not saying it's Sahara. <laughs> Even that dang movie. What? Is that the one where he goes, like, parasailing on the hood of a pickup or something? What? Isn't it? Parasailing on the hood of a pickup? He gets, like, a parachute deal, and he straps, like piece of metal to his feet and he goes over the sand no what am i thinking no but they find an old broken down plane which has more of a it has more of a bearing in the book than the movie but they find an old broken down plane in the middle of the desert and uh <coughs> they basically get it running enough that like with the wing like up in the air they can like stand on it and kind of steer the plane enough that it becomes like a like a Oh, like a catamaran, Cannondale? What's oh, a catamaran? The two hold boats where sometimes when they get going fast enough with sails, they tip yeah, them like, up on one side so there's less drag. Yeah, but you're thinking of like, like a, a, like a it's kind of like a catamaran for the like sand. A kite board. Yeah, kind of like that. Like a, like a windsurfing. Yeah, kind of like that. That'd be cool. I've always wanted to get like a big piece of nylon. Uses like a. Parachute essentially. Yeah. And then build a frame that had like bicycle wheels. Yeah. They go on fields. That'd be cool. That'd be really fun. You always said you were going to do that with a longboard. Yeah, that too. That would work. 
Oh yeah, why not? No reason why I wouldn't. But uh, yeah. Scary. Sahara is the one where they find the ironclad ship from the Civil War uh, in the desert in the Sahara. It has all the like Confederate gold. It's a pretty random place for. Uh... It's because uh, it had all the Confederate gold. So during this battle, it sailed away. And it managed to make it all the way over to Africa, and it came upstream the river Niger. Mm -hmm. And back then, uh, the rivers hey, were higher. I don't appreciate that word in this house. <laughs> yeah, not after Ferguson, huh? Nah. All right. Well, the Black River, uh, the African American River. <laughs> hey, we love the blacks. We're not against them. No. Um, but, yeah, the boat goes up the river and it gets stranded in the desert. And it's basically, he finds a Confederate coin that's supposed to not exist, and that's the whole premise of the movie, is he's, like, a treasure hunter. He's, like, searching for the... We may have to watch it at some point. You've seen it. Uh, I've seen, like, a commercial for it. We'll have to watch it then, because it's the best movie ever! <laughs> Matthew McConaughey, before he became the best actor who ever All lived. Right. He doesn't say that anymore. I know. <laughs> that's, that's the only impression I can do of Matthew McConaughey, and then my Christopher Walken is... Look, have you even wow. seen True Detective yet? Wow. 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 <laughs> and he had this <laughs> his uncomfortable hunk of metal <laughs> shoved up his ass. Six years. Christopher Walken. You just hold on to your hat there, fella. I don't even want to see yes, it. Yes, you do. No, I don't. Uh, yes, you do. I, I've seen this. No, we have to watch it again. Uh, it is so stinking funny. Yeah. Christopher Walken is so funny. <laughs> He had this uncomfortable hunk of metal. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Christopher Walken. Uh, I can't believe you, you made, made it. Christopher Walken. Wow. Just the cadence in which <laughs> yeah, he says yeah. things and where he chooses pauses. Where's Christopher Walken from? Northeast somewhere? Obviously. I watched a movie, uh, Wild Geese. I think it's what? No. When he's younger and he doesn't talk like that. It gets worse as, he gets, worse as he gets older. He probably hit it. It's really me. You remember my kids, Maxine and Scott. He's what not doing that good. Dowell's name. My Dowell's name is Jenny. <laughs> She's hilarious. Dowell. Ghosts. <laughs> and I don't respond well 
He's hilarious. And Andy uh, um, Sandberg. Sandberg, yeah. He's hilarious. Told you I drink with him in California, right? Yeah. <laughs> you catch that? Yeah. Baroom. <laughs> wow. Wow. hunk of metal up my ass for six years I had this watch in my ass <laughs> oh man John well hey it was good to get back and do this uh, do this podcasting thing it's fun yep yep truly good deal yeah for sure all um, right what were you gonna say are you on Twitter yet you're not on Twitter yet. You made an account. I did? Yeah. Okay. Why don't you use it? I don't remember making it. You <laughs> made it like right after we did our first podcast and you never logged into it. Just make a new one. It's so easy. I'll get around to it eventually. Well then, I guess uh, if you guys have anything to tell us about uh, Dr. Fibes. Dr. Fibes. <laughs> And you do the next one is Christopher Walken. <laughs> right. But uh, if you guys have anything you want to let us know about Dr. Fibes, I guess you can tell me on Twitter and I'll tell John. And I'll I'm... send out a smoke signal. That's how I communicate these days. How are you doing? That sounded like a mix between trying to make fun of Native <laughs> Americans and trying to do a Christopher Walken impression. It's Christopher Walken making fun of Native Americans. <laughs> How? <laughs> um, you guys can hit me up on Twitter at Rhett is awesome. R E T T is awesome. 
Or you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast. Or you can email us even at awesome at ourpodcast.com. John, closing statements. Good deal. Good deal. And that's it for Cinnaman. Dr. Fives gets his revenge, but make sure you tune back in next week to watch him rise again. Um, hey, guys, some news before we uh, head out. We have a new Twitter account. As always, you can still tweet me, at Red is Awesome, but now you can tweet the show, Cinnaman. Um, it's at Cinnaman Spice, uh, C-I-N-E-M-A-N Spice. Uh, go ahead and tweet, uh, you know, follow us over there, tweet at us, tweet with us, uh, yell at us, whatever you need to do. And, of course, check out GilgameshBrewing.com and make sure you check back in next week. Well, we're going to be joined with special guest Dustin Kluwer to watch Dr. Fives Rises again. We'll see you there.